and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Chris, Lee, and no Nick Knowles. <laughs> no, good Nick Knowles reference so quickly into the podcast. I'm getting, I'm no, get, we're not messing around this week. I'm getting it out of the way now. I mean, you know, he he wants justice, and he will stop at nothing. That has to be a record. Justice for Nick Knowles. <laughs> Well, he seems to find a way of complaining about anything and everything, which is amazing, seeing as he's a builder. And if you complain at a builder, it usually gets nowhere. <laughs> he's not a builder, he's a cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a television presenter. <laughs> Sorry if I'm doing any builders down. Hiya, Jeff. Nothing wrong with being a builder, but he's not one. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I'll, 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 I'll go with that. He's, he's, he's not a builder. Do we know what he is? A cameraman who accidentally <laughs> found himself in front of the camera once. There you go. <laughs> in that case, he's not a very good cameraman if he doesn't know which end does what. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are we all doing? Yeah, good, right. reasonably. So good, good to reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. And did we enjoy our break from having an F1 race this weekend? Because it just, it just seems like we've had races every week since I, about I two don't years have ago. Uh, yeah, I don't have that. Like the... Um, I, I, I'm, I could quite happily watch a Grand Prix every weekend, apart from Christmas week. I mean, yeah, you're saying it was a break, but we had the MotoGP and the BSB on, so... That's true. There was, there was still a fair amount of motorsport going on. Yeah. Although we missed the NASCAR fight last night. Oh, Did anybody a see the fucking fight incident? Um, what incident? Well, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's the first incident. I'm hearing about there being an incident, such as my interest Oh, there was an in incident NASCAR. and some shoving. Well, essentially, Bubba tried to fucking kill Larson, and then when they stopped, he decided he was going to try and fight him for trying to kill him. Excellent. I mean that's fair. I mean, if somebody tried to kill me, I'd be no, like, "No, no, 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 no!" You've you've mixed the issues around here. Bubba tried to kill Larson. Oh, and then, then when they stopped, and then wanted then to continue Bubba, it off track. Yeah. Ah, so maybe he uh, felt bad about failing to kill him, and thought he'd do it with his fists. Yes. Yeah, it was like genuinely, uh, even by NASCAR standards, shocking driving. I mean, it's a. Fairly low bar to begin with. It is a fairly low bar to begin with. Um, but it's just those speeds. Like, I mean, like literally, he, he essentially, Larson was coming up on the inside on him. Um, Bubba Wallace moved in and hit the, um, he hit the wall, then came off the wall and hit Larson. And then for some reason, seemed to think that it was Larson's fault that he hit the wall and then hit him and then essentially fucking speared him off the track. Sounds like a, I, un, I only saw the shoving afterwards. I couldn't actually, um, couldn't actually find the run. mental, like... Couldn't like, find gen, the lead genuine, up to it. Yeah, like, even, like I say, even by um, NASCAR standards, that was a and it's, stupid, it's, stupid thing to do. It's <laughs> not the slowest of circuits either is Las Vegas. No, no. Like, and NASCARs aren't the slowest of cars. No. They also appear to be made of crepe paper when they crash. They oh, do but... crash spectacularly, don't they? Mm. Like, shit is just coming off all over the place. Yeah. And I love the fact that the headlights are painted on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, why even bother painting them on if they're not going to work? Yeah, like the stadium trucks in, the, uh, in Australia. 
they're, they're just stickers. Yep. Yeah, they're not real. They're not real. Because <laughs> it wouldn't look like a true stock car if it if it didn't mm. follow the structure of stock. I've not seen all that many stock cars, sort of stock model cars with only one seat. True, they have made some modifications. And cars usually don't have mesh where the windows would be and stickers where the lights would be. Actually, no, saying that, we're on the Isle of Man. People do replace the lights with stickers because <laughs> there's no MOTs <laughs> over here. Anyway, shall we get back to talking about the cars that we usually talk about? Let's go. Yes, we have a US Grand Prix this weekend. Back to Circuit of the Americas, as we say every year. Herman Tilker's greatest hits and greatest track. Yeah, it is. Um, they've renamed a corner after Mario Andretti. Which, which one? is cool. The, uh, the last corner. It's now uh, it's now the Andretti corner. Okay, fair enough. I mean, if they're going to name it after him, that is what to call it, I suppose. Mm, well, yes, they can't name it after him and call it something else. I think. Well, they could. But he'd still know. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyone, anyone see the footage of uh, Mario driving the uh, driving the McLaren round Gurley uh, yeah. the other day? Yeah, I, 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 when I spotted it, I went, oh, that's like... A McLaren, and then I looked at it like you know, like like a proper modern McLaren, and then I looked at it a bit hard, and I went, "No, it's not." And then I heard it, and I went, "It definitely isn't." <laughs> and then I did. I'm not gonna lie; I did have to go a, a little bit of digging. It was the uh, the M- MP428, which was the 2013 McLaren. Now, I would much rather they just kept the original livery on that 2013 McLaren than try yeah. and make it look like the the the, the current year's race car mm. um but in all fairness it's still a lot more modern than anything mario andretti has driven how old is he 82 yeah and that yeah so to be able to even drive a formula one car um is, is fairly impressive let's see mika hackenham was on the same um parade lap i don't know what what it was <laughs> the exhibition yeah mika hackenham was there as well in an, in an early 80s mclaren I didn't oh, see the Mika Hacker then. No, I managed, uh, managed to miss that one completely. It's a shame they couldn't... Because, I mean, this lap was because of his bet with uh, Ron... Uh, Ron Dennis? Zach Brown earlier <laughs> on in the year. Yeah. Uh, it's a shame they couldn't arrange one for um, for this weekend and do it in front of fans. Mm, it's a yeah. shame they couldn't arrange to let him in the sport. Yeah, as a team owner. Yeah, there is yeah. that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ever want to be completely on the fringes of Formula One, be American. <laughs> Pretty much. I know Zach Brown's doing okay, isn't he? Yeah. He's, 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 he's um, he he has, as I said, I think on last week's podcast, or, the, or maybe even the week before that, the uh, his quota of make sure you get some sponsors on that car has been fulfilled, and then some. Mm. Uh, it's right. Are we? Do we still like the McLaren livery? Because I've I thought what you've thought flood about that uh, McLaren Andretti was in. And then that made me th- start thinking about the old, like, silver, black Vodafone Miss, uh, McLaren. And I thought, oh, have, have we gone too far? I like I like the orange McLaren, the papaya McLaren. Um, papaya and a bit of blue was, was, was good. The last, my last favourite McLaren was the uh, Monaco Gulf livery. Gulf one, yeah. yeah. Well, I think when, like, when we were looking for liveries, that's kind of what we were all hoping for, wasn't it, as, like, a permanent... Like colour scheme, even without Gulf, you know that 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 would have been cool. If you go to our website, our logo on there is still in the Gulf colours. I haven't changed and, it back. <laughs> well, and we should do that as a permanent. Um, I was going to say, is that out of dedication protest? to that that livery, or have you just not been asked? 
Permanent reminder to how stupid McLaren are. (laughs) (laughs) If we're going to do a whole thing on McLaren's bad decisions, we'll need an entire podcast series for that. It's fair. That could be something for over the winter. Yeah, yeah, McLaren, McLaren's greatest misses. We could all, you know, we could also do another series running at the same time on uh, Alonso's best career decisions. Oh God, that'd there'll be, be some overlap. That'd be, ve- that'd be, be very crossover. That'd be episode. very short, wouldn't it? It'd be very short and also a very long time ago. Um, <laughs> I, I was always, I was always a fan of Mika Hakkinen's wife. If we're going for McLaren's famous misses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! I do recall. I do recall somebody saying at what at one point during a race, she's on TV more than he is, and he's leading. Yeah, and, uh, there was a real time in Formula One. It was around about I think maybe Damon Hill kicked it off with um, his wife during like his championship year. But there was and and so many camera cuts back to spouses of Formula One drivers. It was really quite odd for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still get it now, but I mean, it's not as prevalent as it was in the late '90s, early 2000s. No, no. But, but I mean, <laughs> the, the, there was times in the in the '90s where they'd cut away from an overtake to show you Damon Hill's wife. <laughs> now they just cut away from an overtake to show you Lance Stroll. <laughs> yeah, going over Richard Kane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but talking about Zach Brown, he's been quite vocal as well, hasn't he, about this uh, budget cap breach, as have quite a few others, um, as the fallout continues from uh, Red Bull's breaking of rules. Yeah, I mean, he's effectively called it cheating, or called it effectively cheating. He said it constitutes cheating, yeah. So that that, that means he joins uh, Toto Wolf, who's also said... um, uh, if Red Bull aren't going to be punished, or if they're only financially punished, then I guess we're breaking the budget cap this year as well. Then I'll oh, go 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 proper old school. Do the voice. Oh, no, I can't. I can't do it now. I don't have a quote. <laughs> I don't have a quote in front of me. Um, right. Let me look so, for one. The uh, do we know the full like story of it yet? Because that is nothing's nothing's been put out like as a, as a full press release of what. Wait, what the what the rule break is or anything is there? The FIA put it out. Was it last week, just before the podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was it was nebulous, wasn't it? It was like one, two, like two uh, late, like putting your paperwork in late, and one which was Red Bull, which was a minor infringement, which which yeah. could be anything, anything up to five percent of the budget, or is it five yeah. or seven mm-hmm. percent of the budget, something like that? Five percent of the budget, which is seven yeah. million dollars. Roughly about five million pounds. Well, it was about five million pounds, probably. Yeah. Depends who the uh, Prime Minister is as to how much the pound's worth against the dollar. If you hang on a quarting, I'll just uh, look that up. That is the shortest available unit of time now, a quarting. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> if you're still alive, that is, anyway. Uh, continuing onwards, the... Um, yeah, Mattia Bonotto has, uh, has, has, has spoken out about it. Strangely, Aston Martin haven't, but they were the other team to have been thought to to make the you know, slight breach, weren't they? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, but would you want Lawrence Stroll making a statement? It, it, it looks like a hostage video every time he would makes a statement. Would it not be Mike Crack? I said Mike <laughs> Crack. <laughs> I think the thing to remember is, is when it... Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, obviously... If there's been some sort of major fucking breach of the rules and 
it's deemed that whatever they did breaking the breaking the budget cap last year had a significant impact on like uh, the design of this year's car for instance then something should be done about it and it should be and it should be done hard because you know we're not the budget cap can't be flexible, can it? You, know, you just the, if you've got a flexible budget cap, there's no point in having one in. Yeah, neither can wings and floors, but that didn't stop them, according <laughs> to some. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> but the thing to remember is that because they are the constructors' world champions and the um, drivers' world champion, and they have once again built the uh, the best car on the grid this year, um, if everybody but Toro Rosso will have a problem with it even if it's only a minor infringement, because everybody stands to gain if something happens to them. The rumour that seemed to be kind of gathering the pace over the weekend was that it's linked to Adrian Newey's salary, which obviously has quite a big impact on the design of the car, if yeah. there is anything Absolutely, behind yeah. it. Yeah. Mercedes won the Constructors' Championship last year. Yeah, Red Bull... Um... Well, I mean, they, sorry, yeah, yeah, oh, sorry. I, th- I was thinking that they won the Constructors' as well, but... Yeah. No, they'll only win that this year. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the there's also I, I understand where these guys are coming from. Like you can't set a precedent of like, oh, you broke the budget cap by a little bit. Ah, yeah, go on then. Here's like a little bit of a fine. Yeah. Because then everyone's going to break the budget cap by the same amount because that's and then every mm-hmm. time anybody does it, it's going to be like, well, you know, you only give them a fine, so it's only right that we get a fine too. Uh, and they'll push and push to the limit until somebody gets points deductions, mm-hmm. um, and then that renders the budget cap totally useless to start with. Um, but the so I understand where Total Wolf's coming from um, in 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 that respect. Totally, well, you know, if they don't penalise them, then what's the point? We may as well just you know we, we may as well build the fastest car we possibly can and spend as much money as we want. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, there has to be some kind of penalty. I don't think it's going to be right. Okay, we're going to take ten points off Max Verstappen, therefore handing the world championship to Lewis Hamilton. That ship has has sailed, as far as I'm concerned. But stranger things have happened. I can't believe people want that to happen either. I don't know if people want it to happen. I think it's there's a certain um, extreme Twitter users that that want it to happen. To the people that do want it to happen. I think it would be a real mark on Lewis Hamilton's career if he if he beat Schumacher's record by having a championship hand, handed to him. Well, like it's that. like it's like Matt's tweet, wasn't it? When I responded to it, saying, "Do you remember when races were won by men in suit in in racing suits, <laughs> yeah. not not in not by men with with white lo- white shirts with logos on their shirts yep. and and then accountants." Uh, <laughs> which why are they deciding race wins? Which really um, annoyed Carl Ford because he's an F1 fan who's also an accountant and wears a white shirt with his lo- company logo yeah, he on. He tried it. to start the hashtag cancel flood and I don't think it took off. Uh, <laughs> well, you're still here. Yeah. He also he also then told me that during the Japanese Grand Prix, break, wait till he clips the bit from Patreon before. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the. Uh, during the Japanese Grand Prix uh, break, he also said that he was uh, he was doing something fairly strange as well. Whilst I was painting a wall, waiting for them to decide what to do with the start of the race, Carl Ford was making soup. Oh, that's a very early morning soup. It is. I thought that, but I thought you know, each to their own. Yeah. I was painting, so what can I say? If you've got um, the time for it, why not? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so back to the actual 
thing, the situation. It's it, they've got to set a precedent, haven't they? they? They've got to either deduct points or they've got to make it really hard for them to spend any money next year or this year. Um, I think we win tunnel time. I, I think we win tunnel time. They get locked. They lose. Yeah, kind of make it a virtual point deduction. Yeah, it'll be a, that that that's been floated around, and it's the. Actually, no, because all... the, no, the less constructors points you get, the more wind tunnel time you get. Well, no, because yeah, well, what they're going to have to do is is because the budget cap was was designed to make the teams, you know, make the back back end of the team sort of close up, wasn't it? Because uh, that's what this this set of rules for twenty twenty two was all about as well, um, making sure that the racing was closer and that the teams could, you know, close up. That hasn't happened yet, but if you're a team that's breached the rules, um, then you should be pushed further back and being given less development time, less development resources, essentially slashing the, their budget cap or, as you say, wind tunnel time, CFD time, whatever, as a, as a penalty kind of seems fair. Because then you're sort of being pushed. You're letting everybody else catch up with you then, because you broke the rules last year. Yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's fair. You know, so you broke the rules to do it once. Um, we're going to make it harder on you, um, just to uh, just to make up for it. Yeah, it's the only fair way I can see to do things. I mean, they might take constructors' points away from Red Bull, but this is from last year's budget cap, isn't it? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I so mean, they can only take constructors' points away from Red Bull last year, and that doesn't change anything because I think Ferrari were quite far behind. Mm-hmm. Unless they unless they delete all of their points, and then, as you quite rightly pointed out, Paul, you get more time in the wind tunnel. If you got your points taken off, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, Ferra- so. Ferrari were three three hundred and sixty two points. Uh, sorry, two hundred and sixty two points behind Red Bull. Yeah, wow. so I mean, that's yeah. I suppose the only thing you could say, as far as the the, like, the um, money spending last year goes, is like Lewis Hamilton pointed out that I can't remember what race he said it was now, but he he pointed the race out, which is where Mercedes stopped bringing updates to last year's car. And I remember as we, we were talking about it at the time, how Red Bull have seemed to develop all the way through the season up until the end of the year. Yep. And Hamilton's got a point because he says about that, that, you know, 300,000 even could make a, yeah, make a difference in a, in a, in a bit of floor. Yeah. Wing. yeah. Well, well, that's the thing. I mean, you can, um, you can't put a monetary value on, um, oh, you can't put a monetary value on genius. Do you know what I mean? If somebody comes up with something that's fucking dynamite, it doesn't necessarily have to cost all of the millions to implement if it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, but the yeah the, that that made, did make me think that I was thinking. Well, yeah, I get I get that that part of it. If it's if they've stopped bringing updates because they they needed to stay under the budget cap and. That's what's put Red Bull over it. Again, I mean, Red Bull is still still claiming complete innocence, aren't they? So you, you never much. know. Yeah. It could like it could be a simple fucking accountancy flaw like flaw here, which, it, it, which is going to be terrible. I must say, if it's if it turns out that it is like a nothing burger and the they haven't really breached anything. 
there is a sing well, oh sorry, of a certain section of fans, and not a single one of them is going to take this, and it will be oh like Red Bull have brought themselves out of trouble, or you know the uh, Formula One helping Red Bull again type of thing. So that won't be a particularly good thing for anybody. No, and like I said, they, they do have to set a precedent. It's just how they go about doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got to make because if everyone remembers when when the news broke um, with Singapore GP, wasn't it? The rumours were already flying around that yeah. one team had broken the the cap, and we were supposed to find out before the Japanese Grand Prix, and we didn't. They delayed it till the day after. Um, the Wolf was saying then, like, if you broke the budget cap in 21, it kind of means you're overdeveloped this year as well mm. for 22, because even though the rules changed, you still had that capacity to, you know, develop this year's car. Yep. And also, if you've overdeveloped this year's car and you stay within the budget cap this year, well, then you're kind of breaking the rules for 23 as well, because you've, you've got an advantage that's not going to get clawed back by the others for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't hear anything until the end of the season. Um, and it depends on how harsh uh, the FIA wants to be. I don't think driver's points are going to come into it. That's the only thing I will say. I don't think Verstappen is going to have his title taken away from him. I don't think Perez is going to have any points docked. I think it'll be team points if there's a points deduction. And if, you know, the, the worst case scenario, I guess they could eradicate Red Bull from the Constructors' Championship for 22. Yeah, but... I mean, I mean there, is, there, is, is... there is precedent on this because it happened to McLaren after Spygate. They, mm-hmm. were, um, yeah. they were removed from the championship. Yeah, they were. Yeah, the drivers kept their points, didn't they? But the... Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But the team yeah. weren't, and they had, to, they had last choice on pit garage for a year. I think yeah. the problem with that, the problem with that is this situation is so performance-based that if... Let, let's say that was to happen, that the, the team was to be thrown out of the championship. That still wouldn't be enough for disgruntled fans because they'd be saying, well, you've just said the car's basically illegal and yet the drivers have still took the championship off my favourite driver. Yeah, And, I, yeah. and I, I don't, by saying like a certain section of fans, I'm not, I, I'm not actually against that point of view. I, I can completely fucking understand it. It's such a murky situation for Formula One to find itself in. Like like in ninety seven when it was declared that Michael Schumacher had tried to kill Jacques Villeneuve. Yes. <laughs> the very same. <laughs> Michael Schumacher in nineteen ninety seven actually scored zero points in the world championship. He's not he's not classified at all that year. Good. I wish it I wish it would have happened for Damon Hill's year, to be fair. <laughs> 28 years ago. It'll never get let go, will it? No, ever. <laughs> I mean, the, the problem the problem that we've got sort of looking at this from the outside is, one, it's a big game of he said, she said. Yeah. It's all about the he says, she says bullshit. Couldn't have put it better myself. Yeah. And um, if we do actually find out what the nuts and bolts of this are, you're going to probably need a degree in um, pure mathematics just to be able to understand the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, I think any any sport that introduces a cost cap or a salary cap, it's they're always packed with loopholes, and you just you just do not. It's not possible for the layman to understand yeah. how that how the hell it's worked out. 
Well, that's, that's that's the thing, isn't it? It's Formula One is such a complex sport, anyway. You know, there's there's so many like elements and moving parts to it. You know, it, I mean, even in the world of motorsport, it's pretty fucking complicated. Um, I, how how do you how do you work that out? You know, you know like the budget cap thing. It's I mean, there will have been, been rules set out. It could rumble on for fucking ages. This yeah, there will have been rules set out. Before mm-hmm. they implemented it, and everyone will have had to agree to them. Yeah. Um, hence, why it took a while for it, for the, for the actual thing to come into effect in the first place. But yeah, it's uh, it's, it's never it's never straightforward. But it's it, at the same time, it's something that that you know, it, Aston Martin were fined, weren't they, for misinterpreting the rules? Um, because they thought, oh no, you see, we 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 read it this way, just like you now you know you know full well that you agreed to the set of rules being put in place to do to say this, not what you think it says. Um, so that's why Aston Martin got got fined. Was it Williams um, as well? Just got a, a, a small Williams fine put their homework being a bit in late. late. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they got detention on yeah. wines. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I I just hope it's fixed quickly. That's mm. all. It's figuring out it's as well gonna... how you decide which bit of your spending <coughs> is the bit that's taken you over the budget cap. Mm. It's yeah because they they said catering. Yeah. So like, well, that, that's only the case if you put catering last. Yeah. <laughs> like were you <laughs> yeah, waiting for yeah. the invoice? Like what happened here? <laughs> it's like did, did it, has it all come out of the same bank account? Maybe maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe mm. every team. Needs to know how much is the budget cap? Three hundred million or something like that? One hundred and fifty million? What is it? One hundred and forty-five. Yeah, one hundred forty-five million. So uh, every every year before the start of the season, every team needs to put like one hundred and forty-five million in a Revolut account, and then <laughs> they can only draw money off from that account. I mean, oh, yeah, that's that, what you mean. That, yeah, that's just, not a bad that, shout. That would work. That is your yeah, official so salary of, cap amount. Yeah, so instead of being in credit, uh-huh. you 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 have to debit your mm-hmm. your account, and then uh, Leave but Max, Formula One. yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> Why did you sing that in the tune of Justin Hawkins rides again? <laughs> oh, I, I I fucking love Justin Hawkins rides again. That's probably it's, why. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's great. How, how is he one of the best YouTubers? I don't know. <laughs> He's such a good guitarist as well, isn't he? You, know, you, you, you yeah. see him watch stuff and how quickly he works stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Formula One, carry on. I was going to say, I went to see The Darkness when they played Air Over TT and I was gutted that the theme, the theme to Justin Hawkins Rides Again was the only thing they didn't play. Well, they didn't play it? No, oh, I was gutted. Like, I'd have shouted it at him many times. <laughs> It's just a shame that we started this podcast all all those many years ago to talk about racing, and we found ourselves we talking, talking about, about Justin Hawkins. To, <laughs> I mean, we could cope with the Justin Hawkins thing. That's fine. It's just we seem to seem to be talking about business more than we actually do about things racing. that happen on tracks. Well, the thing is, do you remember when we first started this podcast? We were a little bit worried about the future of Formula One. Um, Bernie was still in charge and we didn't know where it was going like Lewis Hamilton was using Snapchat and being told he wasn't allowed um, and you know we were all a bit like well where, you know, where, where does this leave like the modern fan we're not going to get any more modern fans in 
quite quickly after we started the podcast, the rumbling started that you know maybe someone was going to take over, and they did, of course. Liberty came in and, and, and did their thing. But um, after looking at your average DTS fan, I uh, I feel we were wrong. I feel maybe we shouldn't have. Maybe we weren't ready for new fans. No, I think new fans is good, but as I say, it's uh, it's we we've ended up with with races being decided in offices, not on racetracks. Um, and it's it's just a bit no, races and championships and and all sorts, and you know, and now we're looking at accountants and we're like, well, are they going to keep the championship from like? You know, 1947. I know that's before Formula One started, before anyone tweets me. Um, but <laughs> it's just like, you know, oh, hang on a second. Uh, I think if you think about it, you know, the uh, uh, the rule that Nicky Lauda wasn't actually cleared to come back by a doctor. So maybe we should take that title <laughs> away from him. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, just you can't break the rules. But at the same time. Let's not have races and shit settled in offices. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. like that idea, though, Lee. Start with a budget. Start with your budget and 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 work down to zero. It's either that or um, Formula One has to embed, which this will probably cost too much money. Um, it, it has to embed a accountant within each team. So essentially, like. Like they need to, there needs to be an independent body in each team through the course of a season that has to sign off on the expenditures. Don't send the auditors in every month or something. No, no, not every month. Just have like you have independent accountant. Yeah, this is Simon. He is now your FIA accredited accountant. I mean, yeah. Simon would be Simon would be such a prick as well, wouldn't he? Like, you wouldn't even be able to buy a bagel without getting it past him. Well, got, this I've is exactly the mistake Red Bull have made with their bagels, potentially. Well, I've got an idea as well for the punishment, you know. Go for, on. For every time you break a rule in the season, you lose one member of your pit crew for the rest kill, of the season. Kill them. <laughs> That fear. I mean, like, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. Don't get me wrong. My, my surprise was there, but I'm with you because I tell you what, it would only take a couple of executions in the paddock for people to stop breaking rules. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking squid game. No, no, no. I, I, I think you're right. This shit works. We've seen it. Hundred, over hundreds of years, we've seen this sort of stuff. <laughs> I was going to say it's kind of like what they're doing in NASCAR. Cause if, a, um, if a car fails scrutineering, the uh, the crew chief of that team gets ejected for the rest of the weekend. Oh dear, that's, okay. quite, that's yeah, a well, fun that... rule. Yeah, fair enough. Um, kind of like sending the uh, sending your manager off on football, like when he's misbehaved, or she, obviously. But yeah, it's, uh, sending the manager off, sending to the stands. Right, that's it, Christian Horner. You're not allowed at any racetrack. Although to be fair, that probably make Formula One a lot better. I was going to say, yeah, that, turn, uh, turn his radio off. It'll yeah. be fine. It certainly meant watching it on Sky a lot better. Hmm. Yeah, come, come, yeah come, Sky, if you're listening, can we have Gunter this weekend, please? It should be good to this weekend, shouldn't it? Because it should is be the different. US race. How's Sky going? Huh? I, I, how's Sky going as far as Formula One goes? Because I, I'm hearing nothing but bad stuff about. Uh, like commentary wise, when it comes to Sky these days, oh, David just... Croft has dropped off quite a lot lately, and I don't know why, but he's getting a lot wrong during the middle mm. of the race. Like, oh, and there were, you know, he'd be talking about like Max Verstappen catching, 
sure. a Leclerc or something, and then we'll see a Ferrari behind a Red Bull, and it's Sainz and Perez, and he'd be like, "Oh, and Verstappen's gone past." Like, no, no, he hasn't. That's clearly Perez and Sainz. Like, calm down. Maybe he's Channel and Murray. Yeah, I think he is. It's something. Maybe he's reached that limit of of Formula One commentator where they they shouldn't be allowed to commentate anymore. <laughs> Sorry. You've reached your quota of years. <laughs> I mean, Sky have just signed an exclusive deal until 2029 now. Mm-hmm. That's so disappointing. Yeah. Like, how, how Formula One, like, Formula One now has its very own viable streaming service. Which, rely, like, which relies on Sky. They rely on each other. Why does it rely on Sky? Um, Sky actually produce a lot of the content for F1 TV. But it's just the, it's just the world feed, though, isn't it? No, a lot of the other not... a lot of the other non live content. Oh yeah, but I mean, realistically, you don't need that. You know, it's like um, I, I I think the 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 best thing about F1 TV is the stuff that isn't Sky, like that the 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 fact that you don't get any of the Sky coverage. Is the best thing about having F1 TV. So I, I don't I don't understand why you know in in a world where everyone everyone that produces stuff, which is I mean like oddly enough, you know it was fucking WWE, wasn't it? That really got ahead of the the curve when it came to like streaming services. But um, like I don't understand why they're not pushing their own one. You know, it's, it's, and it's dead reasonable. It's, what, £5 a month, something like that? Yeah. Um, well, it depends where you are. This is actually a very good place to put a jump cut in. Um, pa- it is. Patreons won't actually know there's a jump cut here, but everybody else will. And here is the jump cut. It's a special offer this week that we've got from NordVPN. They are doing an offer where you can grab an exclusive deal from them by going to nordvpn.com slash fourwheels, that's the number four and the word wheels, to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan and an extra free four months. Completely risk-free as well. They offer a 30-day money-back guarantee on this. And I've got to say, I've been using it myself lately. It is a really good service you can access from anywhere. So if you're going away, you can get your favourite content from your own company, country, even, when you're travelling abroad. It's one click, open the map, click on a location, and you just get connected straight away in seconds. It is actually that easy. Uh, no more bandwidth throttling based on traffic type. Since NordVPN encrypts all traffic, your, your ISP can't slow down your streaming speed. And if a platform that shows your favourite motorsport, for example, isn't available in your country, you can change your virtual location to one that is. And uh, we have used it to be able to watch some of the F1 TV content over here because for some reason Formula One don't actually recognise the Isle of Man. So I'll give you that give you that address again. It's nordvpn.com slash four, the number four, wheels. And then just sign up there. You'll get a huge discount and four extra months for free. Can't argue with that. Right, back to the madness. And that was the jump cut. <laughs> That's good because I need a cough. Oh dear. Right. <coughs> should have held, right. held off longer. The reason should... we have a jump cut there is because I use that to watch F1 TV and it's fucking ace. <laughs> you, can't, <laughs> you can't get a better um, better approval than that. No, it's, uh, well, th- that's the thing as well. I w- I've never used a VPN before. And uh, 
I've I never needed to until the F1 TV thing happened. And now um, I use Nord. I've got it on my laptop now. I've got my phone. Um, I've got well, I've got both my laptops and my phone, and I just leave it on now. So nasty people aren't scraping me fucking data all the time. And it means when F1 TV don't recognise the Isle of Man, we can exist. Yes. In the VPN world. Yeah. A, lot of, and it, a lot of sites don't recognise the Isle of Man. Funny, funniest, also... funniest one was when the uh, official TT app wasn't recognised by on the Isle of Man. Yeah, that was a that's problem. That's not good. That's, that's not a good thing. <laughs> they only paid for a minute. They've got the dance site more. <laughs> But yes, that's uh, NordVPN slash Four Wheels. Is that the number four? The number four. The word four. Yeah. And um, there is free stuff free stuff and cheaper stuff available. Go, hey, go to the website. Is... We've got a link on there. Yeah, yeah. People, there are people listening who, who didn't need to know about this. Yeah, but they still might want a VPN. Well, then they can listen to the full version of the podcast. Yeah. In fact, if you uh, if if anyone does do it and they and they want to message me if they're having any trouble with it, then I've done it, so they can just drop me a line. Lee Stevens, technical expert. <laughs> you can't say it's going to be great, but it'll be something. <laughs> You're not allowed. Have you tried turning it off and back on again? Because our listeners are smart enough to have already done that. <laughs> anyway, back to back to F one. Um, Yes, so it has become all business, um, but can we just get back to racing? You know, can, can, Please. can it can it just be, yeah, all right, we know there's going to be car development, but can people stop cheating, stop fucking around, stop giving the stewards cause to um, decide a race result or a season result in an office? Do you think it's ever been different? Really, when you think about it, you know, it's, I mean, even when we go back to like the, the Prost and Senna debacles and stuff, I mean, Formula to... One has had a certain amount of dirt for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, you watch, uh, you watch the Senna documentary and when Balest was in charge, mm-hmm. uh, him and Senna did not see eye to eye. I mean, this is how F1 rules have worked, aren't they? You, you get presented with the rules you find a way to work around them so they change yeah. the rules then you find a new way to work around them this is just the latest version of that and that's the genius of like like the the, the people that are involved in the sport isn't it it's it, it's kind of kind of one of the things i thought about the budget cap breaking because they're all trying to break the budget cap mm. let's be perfectly fucking honest they're all trying to break yeah. it and hide it all the time yes which of our subsidiaries can we hide this in yeah. yeah. So, I mean, didn't we? Like, even before the budget cap happened, we were talking about the idea of well, could they have like shell companies and mm-hmm. stuff like that? With it, or would would there be a way if driver salaries weren't included, could like Lewis Hamilton get an extra fifty million that ends up going back into the team somehow? Or so it's it's not like we all weren't prepared for that fact mm-hmm. that this might get a little bit fucking squirrely. But, but yes, again, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's where the loopholes are and what mm-hmm. what teams have found. And it, it, it's in principle, it's not hugely different to things like the F duct or DAS or the double diffuser and stuff like that. It's just that instead of design, it's now accountancy. Yeah, the, at the end of the day, it's you stick some you stick something down on paper because you think you can break the ever-expanding volume of rules that you've got next to you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, you know, technological advances are fine, aren't they? Things like that. That was genius. Mm-hmm. I thought. I thought it was one of the best things that you know. I thought, wow, you know, we got a team who's at the top of their game here. They have been for years, and they're still pushing the boundaries of mm-hmm. what's like possible. And instantly, uh, the FIA was, oh, that's very good. Not next year. Yeah, but they did use it for a couple. Of, it was a twenty twenty, wasn't it? They did use it yeah. for a couple of like safety car restarts, helping to warm up the tires and stuff beforehand. You saw. A few times the safety car restarts that year, Mercedes were just just way out, you know, because they managed to get the tyres up to temperature. But yeah, then of course, the FIA were wise to it pretty quickly, and it got, as you say, it got it got banned quite quickly. It's um, a shame, isn't it? You but know, that's different. It's... It is, but a technological advancement is is a lot different to 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 being like, well, if I spend this, then yeah, I'm in creative debt. accountancy. Correct. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the, I would, I would, I would rather somebody did the, um, you know, oh, I'm not entirely sure this part of a wing is legal, but it doesn't say that it's illegal to do this. <laughs> and they check with the rules, and they go, well, let's do it and see what the other teams say. Do you know, I prefer that rather than, oh yeah, well we develop the floor like. I mean, you know, we spent nine hundred thousand, but really we should only have spent six hundred thousand. So yeah, we've gone over on the floor by that much. But let's say, uh, let's just jiggle the accounts around and say that it was because <laughs> of staff sickness and catering, because we did have that one party where, uh, you know, Christian Horner did eat all the burgers. So yeah. <laughs> we, we, invite, we invited Cyril Abitabul around for just like a week. Yeah, Eric, Eric Boulier was there with the pastries. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> That's that's the one I was trying to think of. <laughs> I was going to say, Cyril Abitable is still waiting to be served somewhere because they can't understand what he's ordered. <laughs> okay, Cyril, thanks very much. <laughs> so basically what we're saying is Red Bull overspends on wings. It, yes, would appear so. <laughs> I've been saving that one. No, on Twitter has done that one extensively. Oh, oh right, okay. I've, I've not not been on Twitter a great deal recently. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been ta- I've been taking a break. Twitter has done a full menu related to Red Bull. Every every possible dish you can imagine is on there. <sighs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm I wonder if that. Honest. I wonder if that's it. I wonder if that's where the where the confusion is because like, we're saying it's saying it's catering because. Mm. But I'm I'm all, I'm all for a budget cap as far as like for for what what a team has to spend to get a car racing. That's mm-hmm. fine. Um, I don't believe that should include the snazzy schmoozy bit outside of the paddock. You know, it's like the if 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 Red Bull want to host like a fucking thousand guests a race in the lap of luxury Mm -hmm. and they're willing to foot the bill for it, that doesn't make the car go quicker. I suppose that's the difference, isn't it? Is it catering for your race team who are very Mm -hmm. much attached to the car or is it paddock catering for Red Bull the brand rather than Red yeah. Bull Racing. Yeah, I was going to say that's 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 it because I mean Red mm-hmm. Bull can say, you know, the the energy center and all the guests in there. They're actually guests of the sponsors mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. are Red Bull the overall company. Yeah. yeah. You know, Red Red Bull Racing is a separate company to Red Bull whatever whatever the holding company of the whole Red Bull organization so is. I think you've you... got you've got Red Bull Technologies, you've got Red Bull Racing. Red Bull Powertrains is still a limited company for some fucking reason. But, but, 
the best thing is then is not to have that as part of the the budget cap, not to have the um the catering say because mm-hmm. I know what you're saying about feeding the team because the team needs to be fed because they need to they need to eat to work yeah um but it's still like you have to feed the team anyway it's not like you know you, you couldn't choose not to feed the team so in a way I don't know I it, don't know Lotus tried when they were running out of money when they got locked <laughs> out of their own hospitality yeah that's that's fair but um you know th- that's got to happen anyway so it's not performance enhancing that, then where, where do you draw the line on sort of essential spends though because like you've got to have your hands devices you've got to have a halo oh no well that's i mean that uh, essentially that involves getting preparing cars and getting it on track i don't think feeding the humans that so for you salary cars... cap should be specific like car specific yeah Got yeah it. and i th- i think oh, there's uh, there's a pernickety gray line there going mm. oh well you know the the team need fed you go right okay but realistically that's it's it's one gray line it's not that doesn't drift into another gray line you know it's the it's it's still a hard and fast point mm. for saying yeah we've got to feed our staff <laughs> But then they could also throw out, oh, we need to spend money on safety improvements to the car. No, but that's not the same thing. But it's still a necessity. No, no, but you have that in the budget cap, of course. The the problem is, I mean, Formula One teams higher-ups will argue any point to the death. I mean, in an ideal world, you would like to think that this is already, there's a big list already what goes towards your salary cap what doesn't go towards your salary cap you'd like to think that list already exists but i'm guessing the fact that we're arguing over a couple of million somewhere or other suggests it's probably not as specific a list as it should be Mm. yeah i can't believe we spent an hour talking about maths (laughs) (laughs) oh well get, get ready for another one um story came out this week about rocket oh fucking hell really Yes, um, it looks not paying anyone, not paying anyone at all for any of, any of the main title sponsorship deals. Now that's with Williams, um, the um, was it Chip Ganassi in IndyCar that there were Possibly. that Calderon was racing for until Nicholas Hamilton's British touring car team <clears throat> drive. Yeah, probably that as well. Ronnie O'Sullivan. Um, a range of stuff. Yeah, uh, world snooker. Um, oh, a basket, I mean, I for, basket, I the basketball team. I mean, who would have thought a company that is trying to sell energy drinks and two-year-old mobile phone technology was going to be a little bit iffy? Mm. I didn't know they did energy drinks as well. Yeah, they did Such a, is the attention I've been paying. Yeah, they did a range of energy drinks aimed at women. Did they now? Yes. Well, I missed that, so that went well. I don't for them, think didn't I don't it? think you could buy them anywhere. Ah. <laughs> Sounds like another. Um... Okay. Yes. No. The fact that you know about this and I don't suggest they've clearly marketed it very, oh, the, very well. The, the gentleman with the beard and the hair who runs uh-huh. the other company that didn't pay their sponsors congratulated Lewis Hamilton on his 2021 title win by doctoring an article headline <laughs> to make it look like it was official. This is the one who's still trying to deny he sponsors a team in BSB, even though they won the title. Oh, still doesn't doesn't sponsor them. No, I've got cl- pictures of him sponsoring them. Claims he does. Claims it's not. No, he he doesn't sponsor them, and they need to get rid of his logo, even though they're like the best team by quite a clear margin. And the logo oh, isn't. Yeah. And the logo isn't his. 
For um, for American listeners, by the way, there's a whole um, the whole book just come out on the um, on the rich energy saga by um, a couple of fantastic writers from the states, Alanis King and Elizabeth Blackstock. Um, I'll post a link to where you can get the book from. Hopefully, it'll be out in Europe soon, and hopefully, it'll be available on ebook in Europe soon. And Elizabeth and Alanis, if you're listening to this, hopefully that copy you said you'd send me will be turning up soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it's got stuck in customs because you know. It's not allowed into this country. Being rich energy in that. <laughs> bit like bit like the drink. <laughs> um so yeah, it seems that the world of F one sponsorship is still as um as murky as it has been since the days of the Nigerian prince that put the branding all over the um Arrows cars and they're covered in T minus logos and nobody could find the product anywhere. Yeah, there was that, but don't forget was that Sean Kelly retweeted something from uh, I think the 80s, where a team ran out of money, uh, but they literally were going around. Uh, <laughs> they literally went around the town wherever the race was and were asking people to give them money to put their names on the cars. <laughs> oh yeah, and there was ended up with a pub's pub's name on it, didn't it? Yeah, was it like Leighton House or someone like that? I think it was Leighton House. I remember. I remember seeing the car, and it was light blue, which was it was was yeah, Leighton yeah. House. Yeah. Oops. Ah, money and Formula One, great mix. So on to the American Grand Prix because that's never Hooray, con- that's never con- that's never controversial, is it? <laughs> Hopefully, um, there won't be any complaints about the circuit this year because there's usually one of the big races there says the circuit's not right for them because it's been designed for everything else. Moto- it was quite bumpy last year, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. MotoGP had a kickoff. Um, the track got resurfaced, and then in the F1 race last year, Flood, I think it was you that pointed out there was three different track compounds all in the same corner. Yeah, three different tarmac compounds, mm-hmm. yeah, in the same corner. Interesting. Which was the he- uh, heavy braking zone at the t- uh, top of the hill going into turn one. I think the good thing uh, this year, though, as far as the like bumps and stuff goes, is Formula One hasn't had any issues with bumps this year, so... Everything should be fine. (laughs) (laughs) We need the Wayne's World dream sequence music for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see. I can see teams that have had porpoising issues struggle a great deal. Which I mean, the the main two are really Mercedes and Ferrari. Mm -hmm. Um, McLaren have had sketchy moments with porpoising as well. They've had the odd one, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's been as um, as frequent as the other two, but yeah, it has it has definitely happened to them. Um, I mean, can we can we see past a Red Bull win again? No, if there's a big bump in the circuit, if there's a big bump in the circuit, I implore somebody to make the meme of whichever car loses it on the bump, saying "felt cute, might porpoise later." <laughs> Ready to get inundated with them. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's going to be um, it's going to be another Red Bull one because I mean it's um, it's kind of one of those fifty fifty tracks where it's sort of partially aero and partially uh, partially engine, and they are extremely strong at both right now. Yeah, you know they are right right in the middle for being the top team on both of those. So I th- it's more it's more a question of who's who's going to come second to me. Should be Sergio Perez. Now that's the thing, because Perez Perez um, is consistently inconsistent. 
Mm. He's mm. coming off the back of a win. Well, that was in Yeah, win a, win a second. Uh, yeah. Is he due one of his one of his mess ups in qualifying and has to start ninth? Will they give Maybe. him a new engine potentially? So he doesn't suffer in Mexico. Well, because Mexico mm. is very engine heavy, isn't it? Because of the altitude. Yeah. And he did have. Did he have a gremlin at some point? In the last the, couple uh, of races? Yeah, I think I remember. Yeah, that's Japan, he was losing, losing a bit of power. So they, they they do want to wrap the constructors up, though, don't they? In mm. the US, which is looking pretty likely, to be fair. Um, then they can go to Mexico and hopefully gift Sergio Perez a win in Mexico. Mm. But I think to do that, um, he'd probably need a new engine th- this week. Yeah. Yeah. If The the only thing I think will stop that is the modern Max to win loads of races in a season. Yeah, you know, make Max, a record that can't be broken. Yeah, Max is, Max is busy racking, like racking up a new record. I can't see him going, off you go, Sergio. I mean, to be honest, I couldn't actually see him doing that to any team, mate. I can't either, to be perfectly honest. Like, and I'm, I'm fair enough. I, I like we, we all hate when Schumacher gave Barrichello a win. You know, it's it's not really what we want to see, is it? Yeah, but that was no. that, that was paying him back for how many wins of Barrichello being forced to give Schumacher over the course. Of oh, I mean, it, it, it goes both ways. Don't get me wrong; it goes both both ways. It's not like nobody likes to see. Yeah, that. I don't think Perez has moves. ever been in. I can't. I can't think of a situation. I'm sure it may well have happened where Perez was in front and Red Bull went. Yeah, would you mind just uh, letting Max pass for the mm. win and you just take second? Um, I feel it might have happened at some point, but I can't. I can't think of it. Yeah, I think it happened once, but I can't remember when. Um, I think it was one time last season where they told him to uh, let Max yeah, pass, possibly. and he lost it with him. So you, but Barrichello was doing it every other week. Barrichello was the lead Ferrari for like quite a lot of, the, of his yeah. time at Ferrari. <laughs> I was just like, go on, just let Michael pass. Like, oh, okay, yeah, there he goes. Yeah, brake temperatures are high. Ease off. That was that was that was the usual one that the sensor. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, slow puncture. Oh, is there really? Because I'm out twenty seconds in the lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a pit stop ahead of third. Don't worry about it. But yeah, it's. I think it's a question of which which team then will be second, because that Red Bull have got the full package for this one. Don't know what Mercedes is going to turn up, do we? So I don't think Mercedes even know what kind of Mercedes is going to turn up. But it's not going to be fast enough to win the race. Um, no. Is it going to be quick enough to challenge Ferrari? Possibly. Depends how for how Ferrari are Ferrari feeling this week. And do we get um, do we get the porpoising Ferrari as well? Maybe. I, I Ferrari's porpoising was never it was an issue, but it's not it was not a It didn't slow them. No, it didn't slow them down, did it? And also I don't think any teams have really porpoised since um well, think, not since little... they they changed the rules, didn't they? They changed was it the ride heights or something? Yeah, there was a little bit in Singapore, but it was it was only in the practice sessions from what I could remember. But I don't that, think I saw any in the race. That wasn't porpoising, that was just um like the like surface bouncing, right? Okay, yeah. It's like the the that was just the cars hitting the deck, whereas porpoising is aerodynamic stalling, isn't it? Essentially, yeah. But I, I, I honourable thought for George because like the Mercedes wasn't a slow car last weekend, and he's it, you know it's it's got some fairly good straights on it, the circuit of the Americas, 
and uh, he got a new engine last weekend. Yeah, maybe might, might be might be gearing up for a run at this race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what Alpine come out with this weekend as well. Yeah, because Alpine, that was that Alpine was McLaren battle is getting good, isn't it for yeah, fourth? Yeah, yeah. Cause, I mean, the Alpine was quick in a straight line last week. It's so weird, isn't it? Like whoever comes fourth doesn't deserve it. <laughs> like, yeah, because they've lo- Alpine have Alpine have lost a load of points through like failures and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, McLaren have lost a load of points through Daniel Ricciardo. It's like neither team deserves to to get fourth. Who's in sixth? Are they more deserving somehow? I want to say Alpha Tauri, but I'm not sure. No, no I think, yeah, I think it. Uh, I think it is Aston Martin, isn't it? No, they're right down the back. I thought they'd scrape the way up a little bit. Let's check. Let's find a Formula One thing here. Let's do. Let's do actual research before we start talking about something. <laughs> yeah, um, who's in sixth? Al- not a clue. Alpha Romeo are actually. Oh, yeah. are they? Pretty much the only team we are didn't they? mention there. Yeah, Alfa Romeo 6th, no. Aston Martin 7th, Haas 8th, Alfa Tauri in 9th, and Williams in 10th. Wow. Alfa Tauri in 9th now, Jesus Good Christ. Lord. They have slipped. There is, only eight, yeah. there is only 18 points between Alfa Romeo and Alfa Tauri. Yeah. Mm. That's fucking wild, isn't mm. it? That you can have um, Red Bull, which are like right out the front, smashing everything to bits, and it's sister team. Keeping Williams company. Well, not keeping Williams company as such. They're, they're more than triple the points ahead. No, I mean, no, but still, quadruple but, the points ahead, but even well, still. You know, on yeah, the, the, on the, the, on the chart, they're closer to them than they are the others. The level, <laughs> the level on points with Haas, it's just that Haas uh, got it on count back because K-Mag got a fifth place. Yeah. No, I just find it wild that you've got a team like, doing as well as Red Bull and the sister team is just nowhere in sight. Because, I mean, let's face it, every single year, for the past four years at least, we've gone. I wonder if uh, Alpha Tauri are going to be up there with the, with the big teams this year. And once once again, they're not. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've had reliability issues. Which is something that Red Bull certainly hasn't. Yuki Tsunoda. All right, they've had Red Bull and Barrier issues. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, no, sixth place in the championship is still... It's still up for grabs between any one of four teams. Mm. But, Latifi wins. Williams uh, finish in that position. Ooh. He's on a hot streak now, isn't he? What, of one-point scoring yeah. finish? <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's on a roll. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that is his hottest streak in F one. <laughs> you got to get one one to start a trend. Yep, got to start somewhere. Unfortunately, like the the races for him to have this trend are narrowing. <laughs> oh no, sorry, tell that he did get two consecutive points finishes. Um, did he get points year. in Singapore? No, last year. Last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hungary and um, technically Belgium. Yes. Well, <laughs> Belgium qualifying, we'll uh-huh. say. Yeah, yeah. hot asterisk <laughs> next to that streak, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a points to start, mm. not really a points finish. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what Alpine can do this week. 
Um, I'd also like to see Bottas do more than participate. Yes. Well, um, Bottas has slipped off the radar, hasn't he? Totally. He's yeah. just sort of fallen off the face of the earth. Doing really well early season and then just started not at all doing very well lately. Yeah, I mean, he's not scored a, he's not scored a point since Canada. He wow. has been he has been in America um well in advance launching his new bike range and taking part in a weird bicycle race. What was it the a weird bicycle the race what, uh, with weird it? bicycles? Was it no, the, it was the like Belgian the, waffle the Belgian ride Kentucky waffle or something? something or other. Yeah, it sounded weird. That sounds made up. That sounds like something Bottas has just come up with to make Americans No, it was something it idea. was something Tiffany Cromwell won last year so I think he somehow tagged along with her this year and what was it called? What was it called? The Belgian Waffle the James Ride. James Vowles. Sorry. In Kansas. <laughs> yeah, the Belgian Waffle of Kansas or something. Yes. Who's Who's Tiffany Cromwell? Mrs. That's... Bottas. All oh, right, okay. Well, no. Well, yes. Yeah, yes. Not, not, yes, not Mrs. yet. Bottas. Yes, Mrs. Bottas, but also not Mrs. Bottas. The, the next Mrs. Bottas, we think. Yes. <laughs> but yes, Bottas has gone completely anonymous. Oh, that, even Bruno thinks so. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no no points since Canada. Let me just ask Jinx. What does Jinx think about Valtteri Bottas? Get her to answer, Bruna. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. Jinx is uh, uh, quite. She's she's purring, so she must oh, uh, approve. Big fan then. Oh. <laughs> I know she's not, not an F one fan then. No. <laughs> no, not really. No. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, Alfa Romeo could be a lot further, um, a lot further ahead of the rest of the rest of the midfield than they are if they weren't hemorrhaging points. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I, I just wonder how many teams have stopped developing their car early on this year after they sort of started understanding them, because a lot of teams went to early races and didn't really understand the cars. Focus was purely on Mercedes, obviously, because of the fallback that they had from you know being at number number one to being yeah. essentially third, possibly fourth best car at one point. Um, but I think a lot of teams didn't, you know, possibly right up till mid season were like, oh, okay, so this is how this is what happens when we do this on these types of cars. Mm. And I think a lot of the ones further back have probably gone right. Stop now, right? Just just stop development for this year. Uh, we're not probably going to get an awful lot out of the car anyway, so let's cancel the rest of this year. Just turn up for the races, uh, but start the development for next year. Mm, I th- yeah, I think I, even like other cars, you know, Fernando you, Alonso had of... better hope that's what's happening anyway. Yeah, um, if you get someone that sees, may- maybe there was another team that came up with the. Ferrari side pod ideas, but then but then decided not to go with it, and then saw the downforce that that yields. It could be a case of going, oh, misstep. We probably should have done that. You know, yeah, let's let's work to do that next year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, saying about teams not understanding the cars, Mercedes still don't, as we said last week, still don't know which direction they're going in for next year. No, mm. which well, this is what they say publicly, but mm. it does seem a bit strange. Well, they've officially denied knowing which direction they're going in, so therefore they do. <laughs> uh, sh- <coughs> shall we go up some predictions? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we can give it a go. I'll, I'll go first. They don't all rush at once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'll go first. I don't mind. I'll go first. Uh, it's going to be a Verstappen 
win. Perez is going to finish second, and Carlos Sainz will finish third. I'm going for the same first two, but I'm going for Ocon to finish third. Oh, I thought you were going to go for Leclunk. No, Um, I reckon Ocon. After delivering the Ballon d'Or on his 2013 Lotus Alpine today. Karim Benzema. Oh, is Karim that a, Benzema? Yeah. Is that a one? Yeah, who knew? Ronaldo only came 20th, which is his worst showing ever. Lee, do you want me to go? Or you, you can you, do. Yeah. I have no idea. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go Verstappen win, sign second, Perez third after coming back from a grid penalty for, pen, um, for an engine. Mm. Going all in on my engine theory. Um, I just I can't see past Verstappen, Perez, Leclerc, but that's so boring. So I'm gonna go George Russell win. Um, who would it's Carlos Sainz? Because the quick guys, there's something's gonna have to have to happen to them for George to win. Carlos Sainz second and Lando Norris third fan fiction that, the is, bro that is some bants on the podium oh. isn't it the, <laughs> the brodium yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll see how, uh, see how that one stacks up obviously if you want to take part you can go to our website threelegspawwheels.com with our uh, with our golf livery and go to the game section and prediction leagues there you can predict top three Pole position, fastest lap, is there going to be a safety car or not? And uh, number of um, non-finishers or starters. And uh, we'll, we will see how it gets on. Um, mm. If you want to get in touch, then email 3 wheels at gmail.com, at 3 wheels on the socials, and um, on Twitter individually we are... At Sean Cowper. At Flood21. At A Total Shunt. And at Pablo100. If you want to take advantage of the offer that we've got with NordVPN, just go to NordVPN slash Four Wheels or check the podcast page on the website and the link will be there if you want to sign up for that. And Do if you... it. You can get rid of Crofty. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to help us out in other ways, um, get the show a little bit early and in the case of this week, get an extra show where we talked about all kinds of weirdness. Um, you can sign up at Patreon, patreon.com slash Three Legs Four Wheels from £1, $1, €1.00 one other currency unit that's internationally recognised. If you want to send us a Bitcoin, we'll accept that. Uh, every month. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> one Bitcoin. One Bitcoin. I'll take one. one bit- I'll take one Bitcoin, yeah. One, one Bitcoin a month. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. But sorry, we don't accept Doge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, until, until it balloons. Um, right, we'll be back next week. We'll have a Mexican Grand Prix to look forward to and a USA Grand Prix to look back on. Um, Until then, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. We will. Bye.